You're listening to Crossroads International Church Podcast. Welcome. We hope this podcast will bless you from wherever you're listening to it. For more information, go to our website at xrgs.nl. Now, let's get into the podcast. Lord Jesus, as we we gather here today, Commitment Sunday, The day where we come and using symbols, where we come and say to you, yes, I will build my life upon you. I want you, I need you to be Lord of my life. I pray, Holy Spirit, will you with love and gentleness, but with absolute power and might, come and invade every heart and every life. Knock down the walls those dark corners of our heart that we've been hiding from you, invade our being. And fill our hearts, our lives with a understanding of your love for us unshakable, patient, and how it is that love that transforms us. Not being reminded of how bad we are, and that we are dead dogs of Lodibar, but as we come in contact with, confronted with true love. That our response will be none other than bending the knee and saying yes. I pray that that is what will happen in this place today and the consequences of what's done here today will be seen and felt in every home, in every marriage, relationship for generations to come. I pray this in Jesus' most beautiful name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Today's Commitment Sunday a sacred and holy and beautiful moment. I'm going to invite you to pray a prayer. Now listen, it's a powerful prayer. Maybe even a bit of a scary prayer. A prayer written in 1755 by John Wesley as a way of saying, yes, Jesus, 
I recognize when you took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it. Doing the same with the cup, that you are issuing an invitation to me to be your child, to take up my seat at your table as a son and daughter of God. It's a special day today, so that's what we're going to do. But before we do that, I want to call three groups of people onto stage that I want to introduce to you. Groups of people that play important roles here in the life of the church. Groups of people who have, who have said yes, who have found their place at the table, who understands what it means to be together at the table. And my hope is that they will inspire you to stand and pray that prayer of commitment and say yes. I will explain to you what we're going to do, do, what we're going to do later. We're going to do the whole table, and I'll explain all of that to you. First, just a little thought or two. I've got five minutes. Okay, the staff already smiling at me. <laughs> you see, Paul, there's no way you can just speak for five minutes. <laughs> so, just the thought. So, we've looked over the last couple of weeks at Jesus and his disciples. And the idea of the table. We've seen how Jesus taught about and around the table. How he invited to the table. And as we look at Jesus and his disciples, we come to understand that this idea of table is to be found right throughout Scripture. From beginning Genesis to the book of Revelation. Why? Because at the heart of this image of table is relationship. That's what it's about. It's about being in relationship with our God, with one another, and with the world around us. Our God is a God of relationship. That's why this idea of table is so important. When Jesus broke the bread and he offered and he gave to, to his disciples, it was an invitation to say, I want to be in relationship with you. I want to be your God. I want you to be my son, my daughter. I want you to be my family. Come and sit at my table. And then we also quickly come to understand that, you know, sometimes when people sit together at the table, as we look at Jesus and his disciples, they end up changing the world. Beautiful things happen when we say yes to the invitation to the table. Our God is a God of relationship and wants to be in relationship with us. We see that throughout Scripture. Right from the beginning, Genesis, God created everything and it was good. And, uh, and, and God loved it and God loved uh, walking and being with Adam and Eve. You remember, God dwelt with them, walked with them. God, we see right from the beginning, God wants to be in relationship with us. Then we see uh, Adam and Eve, we read about the fall, we read about um, uh, how sin entered our world, turning our backs on God, rebelling against God, and what hurt and damage and brokenness that brought into our lives, into our world. But we see just constantly this pattern repeating itself of God loving us so much, God wanting to be in relationship with us, how God comes to us all the time wanting to make covenant with us. We discover quickly that God is about relationship and wants to be in relationship with us. But we also come to discover that it's not just any old relationship. 
that it's, it's exclusive. It's a, a committed, covenantal kind of relationship that God wants to enter into with us. Saying, I want to be your God and me alone. And I want you to be my people, my children. God wants to enter into this committed relationship with us. We see with the Israelites this pattern happening all the time. Seeking God, turning their backs on God. Seeking God, turning their backs on God. And this pattern kind of repeats itself for thousands of years. And and constantly God, because of his love for us and desire to be in relationship with us, God keeps raising up prophets to call the people back to God. Jeremiah was one such prophet. uh, And he wrote some beautiful words uh, found in Jeremiah 31, verse 31 to 33. We're going to read it now. He wrote it to the people of Judah, the southern kingdom at the time. And it was a time when when they had kind of turned their backs on God again. God loves and wants to be in relationship. They turned their backs on God and they were in peril and they were stressed because they they were at great risk that the surrounding nations were coming to conquer them. And so Jeremiah was calling them back to God. And then Jeremiah writes these words. He says, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant that they broke. Though I was their husband, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. As we come and make our commitment to God today, we remember God's covenant and commitment to us. And what Jeremiah was saying here, and with these words, find its ultimate fulfillment in Jesus Christ. But the thing I think that's important for us to understand here is what Jeremiah was reminding the people of, and we need to be reminded of today is that it's not about what we do or don't do, about our successes or our failures. It's about God and His commitment to us and what He does. And ultimately, God's promise here, these words, is ultimately, it's a promise of relationship. I will be in relationship with you. I want to be in relationship with you. And then, of course, it finds fulfillment in His Son, Jesus Christ, even if it means sending my Son even if it means giving my son, even if my son dies, have to go and die on the cross and give his life so that we can be, that it'd be possible for us to be in relationship, to make a way so that we can come and sit at his table. Well, then so be it because I love you and I want to be in relationship with you. Jesus kind of reflects this idea of the importance of understanding life and living life and experiencing life in its fullness only when we are in relationship with God. Jesus reflects this in John 15. Magnificent passage. Jesus had gone in. it, sent his disciples all over the place. Go into the world. Go and make disciples. All nations send them. But then he sent them with his words. He said, listen. If you want to be fruitful, remain in me. 
as I remain in you. I think John 15 gives us an idea of this covenant that God has made with us in his son, Jesus Christ. Remain in me. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to say, Lord, I want, to, I want to remain in you because I understand you are my source of life. Without you, I will bear no fruit. Without you, life will not make sense. And so I'm going to pray this prayer this morning, Lord. And me praying this prayer and me coming to take my little disc and putting it on the, on the table there. It's me saying, Lord, I want to remain in you. Lord, I want to take up my seat at your table. I understand that there's room for me. I understand I'm welcome. And I, and I say yes to the table of worship and family and outreach and discipleship. I want to call onto stage some groups of people who, who have said yes. to being together at the table. And I want us to pray for them. I want to introduce them to you. The start of this year, I think it's so important. These are groups, I'm going to call the elders on stage, your staff, and your deacons. Groups of people that are here to serve this community. And so many of you don't know who they are or what they look like. And I want you to see them. And we're going to pray for them. And then it's going to be your turn to stand and say yes to Lord, I want to remain in you. Okay, the first group I'm going to call onto stage is the elders. I'm going to call the elders onto stage. I'm going to call them by name. And then I'm going to ask Steve, an ex-elder who just stepped off the elder board, who understands what it means to be an elder, to, to come and pray for them. So I'm going to call Allison, Allison Klein, uh, Eric Como. Geertreid Stokes, like right on up here in the light, in the light. We, I think we're going to need more light. Yes. Where did I stop? Uh, Hanukkah, Coleridge, Jante, Stromberg, Rijn, Van Dam, Johan, Verboom, where's Johan? Ah, there's Johan, and uh, myself, and I want to take this opportunity to introduce to you our new elder candidate. That's right, Johnson Gunasekaran. I got it. Come on, Johnson. Johnson Gunasekaran. It's our new elder candidate. So just so that you know, how it works is um, we're going to uh, next week and the week after show some videos, give you some information about Johnson. He'll introduce himself, uh, tell you who he is and so on. And then you have opportunity as a church community uh, to, if you have any objection uh, to uh, Johnson being an elder, that you then email us uh, your objection and then we will deal with it accordingly. Uh, so you've got the next three weeks to do that. But I introduce him to you today. Aren't they just beautiful? Yeah. Steve. 
Will you come and pray for our elders that give spiritual leadership and oversight to us as a community? Yes. Thanks, Steve. Test. Okay, I'm going to stand here because I'm part of this. <laughs> See if this works. It works. Okay. Test. Oh, there we go. Very good. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. Thank you. Let's pray together for, uh, for our elders in our church. Yes? Heavenly Father, we want to say mm. thank you. Thank you for people who said yes. Thank you for people who said yes first to you and also to this community, this body of yours, this fellowship of believers. And Lord, I want to pray, Lord God, for your anointing in their lives. Father, your anointing in their coming and their going and their waking up and their laying down, your anointing during the day, your anointing at night for good sleep and rest, but also for the peace of God that passes understanding, for the love of God for all the saints, for the joy of the Lord that will be their strength. And Father, I pray for each of them that they would just carry your care for this flock, Lord, that they would care for this flock as you care for this flock, Lord, as, as those who would lay down their lives, Lord, as you did for us, because they're not coming through the side, they're coming through the gate, and they are those who are shepherds for this flock. Lord, would you empower them? to do that as you have done for us. Lord, thank you for each of their lives. Thank you for their families. We bless them. We bless their families and strengthen them with a love for one another that shows that they are your disciples and that we too can follow them as they follow Christ. In Jesus' beautiful name, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. I'm going to ask that the elders remain on stage. Don't go anywhere. Maybe just go a little bit, make some room for some friends. And then I'm going to call your staff onto stage so that you can see them and, and know who they are. Um, and then I'm going to ask Gertrude to pray for the staff. Great. Okay, the service team responsible for anything and everything to do with services. Angelique. Arena, Beth, where's Beth? All the way in the back, she's coming. Um, Aldridge, Julie, Natalie, Pam, and Nicole. Our family department, all things children and young people. Nea. Naya's not coming. Okay, she's busy with the kids. Malba. Busy with the kids. Lizelle will be here representing all of them. Outreach, Hananya. Community department, Leonard and Lydia. Lydia, apologies today. Admin department. And the person that keeps my life organized, Natalia. Is that everybody? Ezra, where's Ezra? Yes, services department, Ezra. Where's Ezra? Oh, he's coming. Great, that's everybody. Get right, will you pray 
for the staff as they serve this church this year? Yes, I will. It's on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Father, it's such a joy to look at these people and to know their serving hearts. And I know that every one of them works so many more hours than we pay them for, than we give them credit for, than they show up for. Lord, and I pray that you will fill them with your wisdom, with a sensitivity to the guidance of your spirit as they serve us, as they lead us, as they lead their ministries. And I pray that you will fill them also with your energy mm. because we know at times that they need it. And may you be with them, may you bless them, and be with their families. Because you're never in ministry alone. Their mm. families are here with them. Their spouses, their children, their parents, their brothers, sisters. And bless those who stand around them. Mm. And may we all lift them up in prayer. And keep them in our prayers, not just today, but on a weekly and monthly basis. Mm. Amen. 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 Thank you for that. Uh, I will hang on to it. Thank you. Now. Very, very special group of people. A group of people who have said yes to love and care for this community. I want to just, before I call them on the stage, here's how you can reach them. If you need care of any kind, counseling, whatever, you can email at care at xrds.nl. I got it care at xrds.nl, phone the office, get in touch with us. Here is a special group of people who love to care for you, for this community. Their team leader, Rixt van der Beil. Was that right? That was good. Andy, still on her way. Daniela. Gertjan, Hanneke is already on stage. <laughs> this is your deacon team responsible for all things care, pastoral care in the life of Crossroads. I'm going to ask Johan <laughs> to please pray for them. Thanks, Johan. Lord, thank you so much for these people who, who are called by you to care for our community. Lord, I pray that you would fill them with your spirit, yes, deep Lord. wisdom and understanding and a love for the people that they come in contact with. Lord, give them um, an open heart and an inviting spirit, Lord, to, to accept all those that come their way. Lord, I pray that you would work through them to bring healing, yes, to Lord. give help, to, to be the hands and feet of this community to care for, for us all. In Jesus' name we pray. Mm. Amen. 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 We've come to the moment where I'm going to invite you to come and take your seat at the table. Well, I'm going to invite you to stand. And as you stand, I'm going to put up 
a slide. Do you remember I asked you to send me your cards that you filled out in week one? We've put together a little collage. And I want to just want to remind you of the things that you wrote down in week one. And when you pray this prayer, I, I ask that you pray it with those things in mind that you said yes to. That you said, Lord, I want to prioritize these things in my life. I want to worship you like never before. I want to sit at the table and, and live out my faith with brothers and sisters. I want to learn what it means to be community. And I want to go into the world with your message of love and hope. Lord, I want to say to you, I want to remain in you as you remain in me. I want to make my relationship with you my number one priority of my life. So that every heartbeat And they are limited, so by the way, you do know that, right? Will be for you. Will you stand with me? We're going to put up the prayer now. I'm going to pray it out loud, and I invite you to pray this prayer of commitment out loud with me. Once you've done that, once we've prayed this prayer, I hope you've all received a little wooden disc and a pencil. I want you to write your name on it. And then here's what I'm going to invite you to do, just for the sake of order, otherwise it'll be chaos. We come down the center aisle. There's a table in the front here and a table in the front here. We all come down the center aisle. We move to the table and you place your disc. I explained to you what's going to happen. This will become a table. It will, in fact, become our communion table on Easter Sunday. And this table will find its place at our community center. Representing you and I saying yes to Jesus' invitation. Come to the table. Are you ready? I said that, Angelique. <laughs> Covenant prayer, are you ready? Let us pray. I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Rank me with whom you will. Put me to doing, put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you, exalted for you or brought low for you. Let me be full, let me be empty. Let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and wholeheartedly Yield all things to your pleasure and disposal. And now, glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, 
You are mine, and I am yours. So be it. And the covenant now made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Lord Jesus, Father God, we we come to you in Jesus' name. to make our commitment to you. We acknowledge, Lord, how we often walk away, but you never do. We see this in Scripture, how often your people rebel against you, but you are always there because you are a God of relationship and desire to be in relationship with me. because of who you are. And as I'm confronted with this truth of your unconditional love for me, I respond with this prayer. Say, Lord, I want to remain in you as you remain in me. Thank you that I'm welcome at your table. I want to pull up a chair, Lord, and sit in your presence. Lord, I come now to symbolically, as I place this disc on this table, to say to you, here I am. I am yours. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. So I invite you, when you are ready, to come down the center aisle. You return back to your seat down the side aisles and place your disc taking your seat at the table. And place your disc, taking your seat at the table. Thank you for listening, and we hope that you have a wonderful week. See you next time.